Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. I am Andrew Hansen and I am fired up because I'm joined by the one and only Sugar Shane Caldwell. And we get to break down the KBO tonight, the Korea Baseball Organization. Shane, it's my first time doing a KBO podcast with you. So this is really exciting. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm ready to... Uh to make you and probably coach a little nervous with some of these uh, sugar chain picks here, you know? <laughs> uh, so uh, sometimes I uh, make you guys a little nervous with these contrarian picks, but I think that's, that's what it takes to, uh, to, to try to uh, beat the chalky picks that you have in these slates. Cause this is another one of those slates, you know, I, where you see there's only five games and you see so many players that are going to be high owned. Uh, so I'm excited to break it down. There, there's a lot going on in this slate. That's uh, good stuff. And, uh, the more you know, the more you're going to be able to gain an edge and build build a great lineup here. So I'm excited. That's right. That's right. And you have a couple nicknames. You're Sugar Shane and you're the home run whisperer for the KBO. Yep. So we're expecting big things out of you tonight, Shane. Not just, you know, yep. sprinkling a little sugar here and there. We're talking about yep. pour some sugar on me, Def yep. Leopard style from the 80s, hard rock. We're going for some bombs, monster, yep. monster fantasy point totals tonight. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, last last week when I was on the uh, podcast with Coach, that's when he had his huge win where, you know, I know. Uh, so that's when I gave him my rock star, you know, Sugar Shane picks there and uh, made him second guess a few of his picks. And, he, you know, he, he he changed his lineup up a little bit at the last second on FanDuel. He ended up he's only played like one hundred and seventy nine dollars and he won one thousand three hundred and thirty four dollars that night. Uh, for coach for DFS coach talk. So that was one of those uh, fun nights where he took down a lot of those uh, smaller tournaments there. Uh, so that was one example of, uh, yeah, we want to, we would definitely want to crank up the volume here and uh, get these rock star picks going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he won so many contests that, that night, it was kind of hard to keep track of, but yeah. uh, that was terrific. That was uh, after you guys had done the podcast and I had a 1% lineup last week I also had a basically a 1% lineup last night, came in 84th place in the big contest on DraftKings. So, you know, we're, we're hitting our stride here. We've been covering every slate of KBO for our members. And if you want to get in on the action, go to DFSCoachTalk.com, pick up one of our memberships. We have weekly, monthly, and annual memberships. If you get a monthly or an annual membership right now, we've got a special promotion going where you get a free ticket into this week's PGA Millie Maker on DraftKings. It's going to be an awesome contest. It's so exciting. we got golf back in action here in the States, the big boys. Uh, a lot of the top players are going to be down there, so it's, it's going to be an exciting contest. So what you get with a, a monthly or a yearly membership right now is you get that free ticket, and then you get free, you get basically get um, coverage, you know, free coverage for two months added on to whatever you get. So if you if you pay for a one month membership, it's going to last until August 31st. So that's what we're providing right now. Um, so come in, uh, become a member with us. And then what we do in terms of KBO is every night we give our members a lineup for FanDuel and then a player pool on DraftKings and coach and or myself and Shane. Uh, we're in Discord every night, you know, whatever it is, 530 in the morning on the East Coast or four in the morning or one in the morning. Uh, making sure we update our members with scratches and pivots and all that, you know, because there's a lot of moving parts with these lineups. Um, so it, it's, uh, you know, imperative that you stay on top of that. So that's the situation with memberships. And we also want to mention, of course, that this podcast is brought to you by uh, two of our sponsors, uh, TVG. And that is where the world goes to watch and wager on horse racing. And we have a phenomenal offer right now. If you go to our website, you can get a $300 risk-free bet on TVG. So get in there and bet on a horse. And if he loses, it's a free bet. Your money, your money comes back to you. If he wins, you're off and running. You're galloping with your winnings. And also want to thank BetUS. Uh, they are another one of our sponsors uh, go there for all of your wagering needs, betus.com.pa. Uh, and we're very happy to be associated with them as well. Shane, did I get everything covered in terms of intro topics before we start breaking down the slate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the nice thing about uh, me and Andrew doing the slate here is Andrew's really good at finding those kind of sleeper deep picks. I mean, you're good at 
find the high end guys too. But you're able to really analyze these rosters and lineups. You've been following it really closely each night. And there's a couple of these deep sleeper picks, these value plays that can really set your lineup apart, just like yours did last night when you had your 1% lineup. So we're going to talk about some of those. And then I kind of have that knack of uh, identifying guys that might be a little bit lower on that are due for a big game that are having a breakout game, uh, calling some long shots here. So when you combine all that knowledge, you know, definitely, you know, pay attention to some of these plays that we bring up and see how you can uh, gain an edge here and, and win a bunch of money tonight, uh, technically tomorrow morning in KBL. So, so uh, yeah, with that, with that being said, let's get into it. That's right. Yeah. Talk about details here, Shane. This is what we do. I mean, we got... We got all the names down there, uh, all the yeah. prices. We're ready to go. We're looking at every single player in the KBO. The nice thing about it is there's only five games a night, max. So you've got 10 teams, so it's a smaller universe of players, and we've been scouting them with the eye test. We've got plenty of data now here, about 30 games yeah. into the season. Um, and, and the thing about tonight is you mentioned you know, some interesting stuff at the top is – we got spreadsheets, so that's good. There we go. <laughs> you got spreadsheets. spreadsheets. Love it. We got <laughs> yeah. splits. We got everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're really trying to give you guys an edge uh, because this is, you know, this is a it's a market that is ripe for the taking, really, because it's such a new market for U.S. DFS players. And uh, and we're you know, we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. And so tonight, one of the exciting things is we've got five games on the schedule, but two of them might be rained out. So as we go through games one through five, it's going to be games two and four. So keep that in mind. Um, what you might want to do is build a lineup with players from games one, three, and five, especially if you're only going to play one lineup, or uh, if you're not going to be, you know, if 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 you're not going to be awake at lock uh, to see which game might be rained out, scratches. Then if you you know if you're just going to build one safe lineup and go to sleep, then build it with players from games one, three, and five. So let's jump right into game one, Shane. It is the Hanwha Eagles uh, traveling to play the Lotte Giants, and Hanwha is the definition of a mess right now. They've lost 15 in a row, and over the weekend, they sent 10 of their players down to the minors, basically, and, and called up 10 other guys. And so they're just shuffling in a whole new group, uh, you know, trying to find something positive. But, you know, it didn't work last night uh, as they lost 9-3 to again. So uh, what are we looking at here? Are we looking at loss number 16 in a row for Hanwha? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see any, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of question marks here with the lineup. Uh, I mean, there's players in their lineup that aren't even in the player pool on DraftKings and FanDuel because they're yeah. so new. That, that gives yes, you an idea. Uh, yeah, that tells, gives you an idea of the situation we're dealing with here. Yeah, they completely cleaned house with that much uh, shaking it up. I guess the idea is they shake it up because it can't get much worse here. Uh, so obviously, I'm not really looking at anyone in terms of hitters for the uh, the Hanwha Eagles here. It's pretty hard. You got to be really, uh, you got to have a big set on you to really take that risk here. I mean, uh, there are guys like Jared Hoying uh, who's had some power hitting that you could do as a one-off. Um, so, you know, you can, you can let me know if you have some guys from Hanwha, but it's hard to look at them with all the other value in the, the in these hot, uh, teams, uh, other hitters here. Uh, you can attack their, their pitcher, uh, Min Woo Kim, 4.34 ERA, uh, has, hasn't been uh, great this year, although he probably hasn't had much, uh, run support either. Um, and let me just pull up his, uh, stats here. Yeah, so he's uh, he's given up seven home runs. He does yeah. have strikeouts. He's had 35 strikeouts in 33 and two thirds. Yep. Uh, and he had a good outing against Lotte. He went seven innings, one earned run, and six strikeouts. Yeah. So he's a, he's at yeah 4.9 percent home run percentage. So he's one of the uh, highest in terms of giving up home runs here, like you said. So that's that's a, a good thing. Um, this is one of the better hitters parks. Uh, uh, Lotte's uh, park here is a little bit better uh, for hitters park. Uh, so that's a good thing as well for, for these opposing batters. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to be one of those guys that you can, that you can target. Uh, but in terms of the pitcher, uh, was that one of the guys you liked or no? I don't think you liked uh, Kim from Hanwha. No, I, you know, if you, if you're playing a lot of lineups, um, you could go there, but we do, there's three or four guys we like a little bit better. Uh, yeah. And I certainly like the low tape 
pitcher better here. Um, Kyun Un No. And on DraftKings, he's 6000 On FanDuel, he's $22. So he's, he's a real nice guy to pair with one of the big studs we're going to get to later. And the thing with No is that his ERA is 6.58, but he has one good outing, and it was against Hanwha. He went six innings, one run, four strikeouts. And, you know, again, the Hanwha order is just – it's terrible. And, you know, No is – if you look at his splits, he's – lefty hitters hit 339 against him. Righty's only 256. And then you go to Hanwha and you see that four of their first five batters are lefties. But the problem is the first two guys only have one home run each. The third guy, Inho Cha, he just got called up. He's two. He went two for five, but he's not in the player pool. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, the cleanup hitter tonight is uh, scheduled to be middle infielder uh, Si Juan No, who's only batting 215. He's a young guy. And then Hoying's batting fifth. You mentioned his power. He's got four homers, which is enormous for this team, but he's only yeah. batting 211. Um, so, you know, it, although no doesn't have good numbers, you know, I I, I am going to play him quite a bit tonight. Yeah, I mean, you could get him for $22 on FanDuel, and you want to talk about a guy, if you, if you want to differentiate yourself in GPPs, you know, I, he's probably a little more of a GPP play, but I could see, you know, you might be able to play him in cash with the two pitchers in on uh, DraftKings there. Um, but if, it's a guy that if you want to load up on those big bats and you have a good feeling about uh, loading up on these high price guys, he's going to provide that value and you're going to get him at super low ownership because soon as, as soon as people look at his stats at 6.58 ERA and a 12.9% strikeout rate, which isn't great, they're going to pump the brakes right away. They're not even going to think about what you were talking about, which is the Hanwha Eagles are so bad that it doesn't matter with the pitcher. The, any, almost any decent pitcher can perform against them. Uh, so I do like that is the fact that when people just look at that ERA and that record of one and two for no for the pitcher for for Lote, they're going to pump the brakes. They're not going to want to play him. So this guy, I think, is going to be super low ownership for the small five game slate. And that is how you can gain a competitive edge. And if, if you want to be able to take out, uh, you know, uh, GPP, you know, he's the type of guy that can do it where you go. How the heck did they play this guy? He has a 6.5 ERA. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so I, I do, I do like that because the fact that Hanwha is such in shambles and uh, such a good matchup uh, that you can pivot to that. And I yeah. don't, I don't think too many people are going to go that way, even though it's a good matchup for the pitcher. Yeah. And and I, and I watched him one game, and he he's not overpowering. He throws 86 to 88. He throws a slider. He did mix in a knuckleball that was around yeah. 66. So he you know keeps you off off balance. And there's a reason the odds, you know, again, go to betus, bet.us.pa, sorry, bet.us.com.pa for the latest odds. But they're basically a minus 200 favorite. So yep. you know, there's certainly a reason for that. Now, yeah, so he could actually get a win. And also, I just want to mention that the uh, Hanwha Eagles or uh, 19.7% strikeout rate, which is the highest uh, by a pretty, pretty far margin on this whole slate here. So that could upgrade him to be able to get the win, hopefully go deep into the game and get uh, more strikeouts, even though he's not a strikeout pitcher. So Excellent. Now, yeah. how about any of these Lote bats going up against Minwoo Kim and giving up those seven home runs already? Yeah, so I really like the leadoff hitter, uh, Siap Son. Uh, he's... 3,500 on DraftKings, and he's not necessarily a power guy, but the guy uh, definitely bats it for a great average and gets a ton of hits. He's always on pace. So being that he has a good good matchup here, I really like him at $3,500 on uh, DraftKings. He's $12 on FanDuel. I don't like him as much on FanDuel because he doesn't have a lot of power, uh, but he's still viable there. Um, and then, of course, uh, Deho Lee uh, has been on fire lately. This guy is a veteran hitter. Uh, you know, kind of an older guy, but this guy's just been mashing lately. Uh, I feel like he's going to be a little bit higher owned. I know when I talked to you earlier, Andrew, you were concerned. You didn't think he was going to be too high. I feel like this guy is going to be fairly chalky. On FanDuel, he's criminally low priced at only $10. And this guy has a ton of power and a great matchup. On DraftKings, he's pretty solid at 3900 here. So I like the whole Lee. Uh, my only concern is I think he's high, uh, going to be high priced. Uh, because he's our, our, our high ownership, I mean, yeah, highly owned. 
But being that he's so cheap, uh, it's kind of hard to fade him, especially on FanDuel right now. So that's where I'm at with that. I think you had a few other guys you liked on Lote as well. Yeah, I like Asiap Son, uh, you know, lefty, righty, leadoff guy. He used to be more of a power guy, but, you know, he's a veteran and he is a very good hitter. So the number two hitter, Jay Gion, outfielder, 4,300 on DraftKings. He's definitely my player pool. He hit a home run against Minwoo Kim earlier in the season, who we should mention, you know, he had a good outing against Lote. Uh, that one run he gave up was the home run to Gian. So I, I like that history there. Uh, and so if I'm only going to play one guy, I think I might go with, with Gian um, or Sion, if, if, Son, if you need the, the savings in the outfield. Uh, but I do think this is worth a mini stack if you're playing multiple lineups where you get Son, Gian, Lee in there. And then if you want to get really different, you could go with either the five hitter or the six hitter. The five hitter, Yoon Suk Oh, is, he's new this year in terms of new on the scene because he only has 20 at-bats. But he's nine for 20, so he's hitting 450. He's six out of his last nine, and he's only 2,400. Now, the, the problem is he's only first base eligible on DraftKings, and we know that is a premium position. Uh, it's where most of this, well, a lot of the sluggers are every night. And it's one of the hardest decisions on DraftKings for KBO. Who are we going to play at first base? So you could really get different if you go that direction. And then one more guy I'll mention is in the outfield, Il Hio, who's scheduled to bat sixth. He's only 2,200. He's not, he has a bad batting average so far. He's only 176. But I like his swing. And so, again, you got a lefty against a guy who gives up home runs. And if you want to get a unique stack, you know, throw him in there, and I think you'll have it. So let's jump to game two, Shane, if you're ready for it. We've got Kia traveling to KT to take on the Wiz. And this is a little bit more of an exciting matchup with power bats on each side. The asterisk here is that this is one of the potential rain games. Uh, looking at almost a 40% chance of rain. So you'll have to monitor the weather. Stay tuned on that one to see if this one plays. If it does, Kia, better record and the favorite tonight, uh, my, about minus 167 favorite, 10.5 over under. Now, if this game plays, Shane, where are you looking to find some value here and, and pick up some monster fantasy points? Yeah, so there's some there is some uh, some really good pl- plays. There's some big bats on both sides of this lineup. Um, I apologize. I want to go back to game one when you mentioned the uh, Yoon Suk Oh as the five hitter, as the guy that's a little bit newer. He hasn't been playing as much. Um, I apologize. I didn't. I hadn't had his uh, Fanduel price ri- ri- uh, written down, and I just looked it up. And he's another one of those guys that's at the minimum price of five dollars. Oh, nice. Uh, so we got a five dollar guy. Uh, for the Lote Giants is batting. Uh, you have to verify the lineups, but he should be starting batting fifth. Um, and he's shown really good power so far. And he's only $5 on FanDuel. And um, if you're going to be paying up for some of these higher price pitchers on FanDuel and you want to be able to load up in other positions, uh, $5 guy on FanDuel who has has some upside here. Uh, yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't really had a lot of home runs, but he has shown a lot of, uh, you know, just power in general. He's hit, hit some doubles and had some solid games. Um, so I just wanted to mention that real quick because $5 guys that are viable plays. FanDuel has a hard time adjusting the prices with these newer guys. It's like they almost need like 20 games before they like adjust the price. So right. being that this guy wasn't playing at all, they have him priced like a guy that's not playing. So that's why I want to mention that. So that's another one of our deep sleepers that you can keep an eye on. Young Yun Suko for the Lote uh, Giants there. Okay, so now back to the Kia and KT Wiz. Um, yeah, so I mean, with the pitchers, I do like uh, Aaron Brooks uh, for uh, for Kia. I think he's he's done pretty good in the games that he's lost. You know, because he's two and two officially. Uh, he hasn't had any run support. You know, the team was only scoring like two you know two runs typically on those games he lost. So you can't really blame him for that. He's still got a 3.15 uh, solid ERA, um, and he's got a uh, over 20% strikeout rate at 20.7%. Um, his opponent, the KT Wiz, are striking out at 18%, which is pretty high, and he's in a pitcher's park here uh, at the KT Wiz is a pitcher's park. Um, so when you factor those things in, uh, I do like him. And then if you look at the pitcher on the other side for the KT Wiz, it's Min Kim, 
who hasn't been good at all this year. He had an ERA of 7.83, the same record of two and two. So if you looked at the record, you say, hey, these guys are about the same. Uh, right. so so I, yeah, exactly. So I like Aaron Brooks to get the win um, and possibly have a quality start on, on FanDuel. Uh, and I like him to actually have pretty decent upside uh, for strikeouts here. Um, the KT Wiz, they do have a pretty good lineup. That's the only thing that makes you a little nervous is they got some of their power hitters back. So they have a pretty good lineup. Um, but I think Aaron Brooks would still be viable. Um, I would probably rank him a little more like three, third or fourth on my pitching list, though. Uh, he's not the top option, but uh, he should be fairly low ownership, uh, especially on FanDuel. I don't think people are going to uh, go to him on FanDuel. Where DraftKings, you have to play two pitchers. You might have a little bit of ownership there. So that's kind of the pitcher's. Uh, what do you uh, you got any other thoughts on Aaron Brooks here? Yeah, let, let me jump in there. Um, I, I do want to mention that he's one of the harder throwers in the KBO. I heard a stat that the average fastball is 88.3 miles per hour. He throws 93-94 slider changeup. Hits his spots pretty well. Mixes it up. So you know he's he's a strong overall pitcher. Um, and you know there's a reason why they're paying him almost 500 grand which is a big salary uh, in the KBO. So I, I agree, um, very strong pitcher, but it's a tough matchup. And so because this is one of the potential rain games, I would I would kind of be relieved almost if this one was a rain out because it's a really tough decision. Do you potentially use Brooks or do you potentially go for a low-owned stack of KT against him because they've got some excellent lefties in that lineup? Uh, so it, if they play it, it's going to be one of those situations where I'll probably hope that it's just sort of an average game where, you know, he doesn't shut them down and they don't rock him. And, you know, I kind of focus most of my ownership elsewhere. But if we are going to get into the bats in this game, who do you like? Uh, from Kia, I do really like uh, the cleanup hitter, four hitter, uh, should be the DH, uh, Hyung Wo Chuk. And uh, he is actually very underpriced on FanDuel at $11. So we're talking about a cleanup hitter in a really juicy matchup for only $11 on FanDuel. So Hyung Wu Cha put it, put a star by him in FanDuel for only $11. Uh, I think he's a great value there. He's $5,700 on DraftKings. So you see the variance in pricing there. Uh, with that. So I do really like him. Uh, he's got the platoon advantage here and he's can, definitely can hit for power. And then of course, Preston Tucker, Preston Tucker has been one of the better players in the KBO this year. Definitely a power hitter hit for a good average. He's been in a little bit of a mini slump lately, which give you, which may give you a little bit lower ownership in uh, with there's so many other big bats in this, in this slate here. So I think I do like Preston Tucker as a chance to, to, uh, Hit a, hit a long shot tonight. He is expensive, though, so depending on your lineup construction, if you're paying up for pitchers and, and so forth, uh, he's $17 on FanDuel and $5,800 on uh, DraftKings. But I think the main takeaway for me here is I do like, uh, like I said, uh, Hyung Woo uh, Cho uh, batting for cleanup at only $11 on FanDuel. That's probably my biggest takeaway from the Kia Tigers. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned the platoon advantage. And in general, uh, the KT pitcher tonight, Min Kim, he gives up a 345 batting average to lefties, only 167 against righties. So I also would zero in on Tucker and Cha, the 3-4 power hitters. I'm glad you mentioned those prices because it's just one more example of how different it can be site to site, where on DraftKings it's 5,800 to 5,700. And on FanDuel, it's $17 to 11. It's just a huge difference. And Cha is heating up. He's up to six homers. Um, so certainly a nice value so, on FanDuel. And yeah, he will be like tonight's uh, Aaron Alt Altair, which Aaron Altair was $10 to $11 on FanDuel for a few weeks, and he started heating up like crazy lately. And they finally rose his price up. I want to say it's like $15 now he was, on FanDuel. He was even down at like $8. Yeah, he at one point. Below exactly. 10, yeah. But when he got hot, he was $10 to $11 and a, a little bit underpriced like like this guy here. As, as, and, of course, Altair bats at the bottom of the order, which right. is weird for like a power hitter. But this guy's in the cleanup in the prime spot. 
in a prime matchup. So I just wanted to mention that, but that's a nice comparison of this is Altair. This is kind of like the Altair play when he was cheaper that he can win you a lot of money. Uh, but where now you might fade Altair because his price is crazy high now. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. so one more batter for Kia is the five hitter. That's Jiwon Na. He's only 3,800 as an outfielder on the season. He's 308, four homers, 18 RBI. So nice value in, in general. And he did hit a homer off of Min Kim last year. So although he's pretty good against righties, you could stack three, four, and five on DraftKings with these guys if you wanted. Now, how about for the KT Wiz and the hitters? You know, I mean, the guy that I've really been eyeing, we talked about this earlier, is that uh, Byako Kang. Um, he had an injury. I think it was a wrist injury, and he was yeah. out for, uh, you know, quite a few weeks. So people kind of forgot about him. But he's one of the most talented young hitters in the KBO. The guy is just a beast. And uh, even though he's up against Brooks, I think he can get him. He has the platoon advantage here. He's a lefty going on against the righty, Brooks. And the fact that uh, he hasn't played in a while, he played last night, you know, he didn't do much last night, which I'm okay with that. Um, there's the recency bias of people completely forgetting about him, and he's expensive. So the fact that he hasn't played, he hasn't done much lately, and he's expensive, no one's going to be on him. But if you want a type of guy that can help you take down a GPP, Biako Kang is $16 on FanDuel or $6,100 on DK. And I think you're going to get him at probably single-digit ownership. And uh, that if this guy hits a long run, which he's uh, a home run, which he's fully capable of, you know, uh, that's going to get a huge advantage for your lineup over the field, uh, being that I think this guy is going to be super low owned. So that's the guy that I'm that I'm targeting if if you uh, like to take a little more risk in a GPP, especially. Yeah, definitely, uh, especially against Brooks, a stud pitcher. Yeah. Uh, so I agree if 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 we're going to stack and get a little bit different here. Stack the two, three, and five hitters. Uh, the guy you just mentioned, Beko Kang, will hit third. Right before him, we've got Yang Ho Jo, an outfielder, uh, another lefty, only 2,800. And this is not a power guy, but he's hitting 376 on base of 454. He's knocked in 10 runs. So he's just very, very consistent to get on base a couple times every night. And then the five hitter, of course, is Mel Rojas Jr., uh, who's just moved down. He's been in the cleanup spot, but he's still batting 380 with nine homers and 29 RBI. One of the be- one of the best five hitters in the league so far this year. Very expensive at 6,400, but uh, he-, he would complete that three-man stack uh, as a switch hitter, the three guys that would hit lefty that you would want there in the heart of the order. So, all right, let's move to game three, Shane. And this one, we don't have any weather concerns. And it's the marquee matchup. It's Dusan and the Dinos. Dusan, 19-11. You know they're uh, my favorite with all those lefty sluggers. The Dinos are darlings of many as the best team so far at 24-6. Incredible lineup, one through nine. And we've got two two foreigners uh, from the Korean perspective. You know, these high-priced pitchers here. So it's a very intriguing matchup with high-priced pitchers, excellent lineups. Uh, the favorite is the Dinos as the number one team, uh, minus 215 favorites over under set at 10.5. Wind blowing out a little bit, six miles an hour. Who do you like here? Where do you start? Yeah, this is an awesome matchup here. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, pitchers real quick here. Uh, so for the NC uh, Dinos, you got Drew Rusinski, who's been one of the best pitchers all, all year in the KBO. Uh, so the question is, uh, are you going to fade Rusinski or are you going to play him and get a little bit lower ownership on him? Um, the thing I like about him, obviously, he's 4-0, 2.13 ERA. Uh, he has a 24% strikeout rate. Uh, you know, so he's obviously the guy's rolling. The thing that I don't like about him is obviously he's going up against a tough matchup in the Dews and Bears. Uh, and the problem is, is that earlier in the year when he got those four wins, he was going up against subpar competition. He hasn't faced any top batting lineups yet, hitting lineups. So the fact that he hasn't faced any elite lineup, um, I know he's done good in the past against good, good, uh, you know, teams, but we don't really have a track record of that right now. Um, the one thing I do like about Rosinski is you can get him at lower ownership, probably on DraftKings, 
uh, and probably FanDuel as well. But the fact is, he, on DraftKings, he's ten thousand two hundred dollars, which is crazy high. I don't think we've seen a lot of pitchers over ten thousand this year that I can recall. The fact that he's so expensive and he's going against dues, and you're going to be able to get him at super low ownership. So this is another guy that if you want to take that risk, I have seen Dusen kind of strike out a few times in terms of uh, having a, uh, you know, a not not great game and, uh, and, you know, getting shut out a few times. And if this is one of those games, Rosinski is going to roll with uh, strikeouts and, you know, he's probably going to get the win, especially with this uh, batting lineup that they have. Uh, I do like Drew, uh, Drew Rosinski as a, a lower owned option, but he's not one of my core guys, especially in cash because of the matchup and uh, the fact it's just such a high owned game there. So, uh, so I know that's a lot there. What do you, what do you think about Rosinski? Are you uh, risky enough to play him? In the GPP, maybe um, primarily because last year he was four for four in quality starts against Doosan. A lot of the same guys who've been hammering the ball this year were in the lineup those days. So he's, he has a strong uh, performance against them, a strong performance history you're right. This season, he's had a lot of cupcake matchups. Those wins coming against Samsung, Hanwha, and SK. I mean, terrible hitting teams. He yeah. did his one down outing was against KT. The Wiz is a much much better hitting team. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see him match up against Dusan. Um, and I, I just want to jump into the the Dusan bats. Yeah. Um, because I will probably fade the guys that I love to play. Fernandez, Jail O, and Jay Juan Kim, the two, three, four hitters, those lefty sluggers uh, who've just been crushing homers all season long. And I may just cherry pick the five hitter and or the six hitter. The five hitter is Jay Cha. Uh, you know he's one of my favorites because oh, yeah. it's a left-handed hitter. He plays, well, he's eligible at first base and second base. He's only 2,100 and he has six homers. So he's one of the best home run hitters in the league. He also has 21 RBI, and he's almost the absolute minimum price on DraftKings. So I like him uh, as, again, a cheap option with home run pop. And, yes, he actually hit a home run against Rusinski last year. So I, I think it's the perfect value play. And then the six hitter, if it's Seahook Park, the catcher, his price has dropped down to 2500 He doesn't have any home runs this year. But he also hit a home run against Rusinski last year, and he's batting 300. So uh, as I'm looking at the deuce on bats tonight, it's really just the five and six hitters uh, for, for most of my lineups. What about you? Are you interested in any of these other bats? Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit nervous about uh, Joe Juan Cho. Cho. I mean, I know that he's super cheap, you know, um, but I just don't really like him in this matchup as much. Going up against Rosinski, um, you know, he, you know, he's a 262 average type guy. So, yeah, he is a super cheap value, but there was a few guys that I like better than him that are not uh, significantly more expensive there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely understand playing him at 2100. I just don't have I don't have the best feeling about him. Uh, I do like uh, I probably would fade Fernandez, even though he's been great this year. But I do like the three hitter uh, J.L. Uh, o. Uh, is a lefty going against a righty. I think the fact that he's only 3,500 on DraftKings, um, I think is a great value. Uh, he's $15 on FanDuel, so that makes you a little bit nervous there. But I, I like him at $3,500. I think he's uh, very low price. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I'm not liking Cho tonight. I think that he he's had uh, recently some pretty bad games, and I feel like it could be one of them. But yeah, he's been a little bit boomer bust here. So uh, let's hope that you can get him at 2100 and have one of those boom games. But being with the matchup and all, I don't like him as much, even though he's super crazy low price, you know. So yeah, and I certainly like him a lot better on DraftKings. Over on FanDuel, yeah. he's been around $11 recently. So yeah, not not, not yeah. the same value at all over there now. Yeah. Let's look at the other matchup. We've got Alcantara pitching for Doosan. He's coming in with a 5-1 and one record, but in large part because he's playing for Doosan. His, his ERA is 4.63. He's yeah. been solid with the strikeouts, 31 strikeouts, 35 innings. That's kind of the benchmark at this point in the season. If you've got a starting pitcher with over 30 Ks, then you're doing pretty well so far. Um, Alcantara, though, is going up against the very, very strong hitting Dinos. He went 0-2 against them last year. Um, so 
would you consider him? I, I can't imagine you would. Uh, and assuming you're going to fade him, which batters are you looking at with the Dinos? Yeah, I mean, uh, I will tell you from a FanDuel perspective, obviously this almost this entire lineup is completely loaded and they're on fire right now. So they're going to be super high owned. So you got to be careful. You're going to have to make that decision. Are you just going to eat the chalk? Um, and you got to figure out which guys are going to go off. But I like uh, the five hitter here, Suk Min Park, the third baseman. I like the fact that on FanDuel, he's only $10. Uh, so he's got a pretty decent matchup. He's only he's only ten dollars uh, and he's right in the middle of this this on fire lineup that's going to score a lot of runs. So I like him. He's forty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings. Uh, of course, I like some bum. Nah, you know, he's great. He had a little bit of an off night last night. So but he's going to be pretty, pretty high owned here. He's seventeen dollars on FanDuel, fifty six hundred on DraftKings. I'd say probably he's a better value on DraftKings at fifty six hundred dollars because he's not even though it's expensive, it's not over six thousand. Um, and then, of course, uh, Yuju Yang had a monster night last night. He was mashing the catcher. If you want to throw him in your catcher spot uh, on DraftKings, he's 5,900. He's expensive, but, I mean, he should he should mash again tonight. And he's $14 on uh, FanDuel, so pretty decent there. And then you have, uh, of course, Jin Sung Kang, who uh, has been on fire lately. But the problem is they think he's so on fire that I feel like his ownership's going to be high. So he's a guy that you could fade if you want to gain advantage. He's $4,000 on DraftKings. His price is creeping up a little bit now, and he's $13 on FanDuel. So he's still really good, and the guy's been absolutely on fire lately. So it's hard to fade him, but I feel like he's a guy that I might fade just to try to uh, to gain an advantage there because I feel like his ownership's going to be like high 30s, you know, at least. Yeah, and unfortunately, we've been on Jay Kang for a long time now. Yeah. Way back, he was a catcher in terms of his <laughs> eligibility. Earlier this season, he was only catcher eligible. Now he's first base and outfield eligible. And his price, which was down below 3000 is now up to 4000 And so, you know, the incredible value isn't quite there. It's still an extremely low price because he's hitting 458 with seven homers and 29 RBI. So he's a he's a top 10 hitter in this league right now, and he's yep. at a very, very low price. So you're right. Uh, last night in the big contest, he was about 40 percent owned. So yep. that is that is the decision to make is, do you, you know, take advantage of this value? He's still underpriced or do you do you pivot? I will probably have him in a lot of my lineups. Um, I also mm-hmm. like Suckman Park here in the in the heart of the heart of the lineup. Uh, last year, he went uh, two for three with a home run against Alcantara in one game. He went one for three in another. So even though it's righty-righty, he's had good success against him. And then other than Park and Kang, I'll probably shy away from Yang uh, in this one and go with the lefties, Sung Bum Na and or Jin Hyuk No. And, uh, and uh, again, I will have several lineups with Somewhere between two and four of those dinos. They're probably the team I'm going to stack the most offensively. So yeah, um, this yeah, is- I still I, I still like Yuju Yang. Uh, some people aren't going to want to pay up for catcher position there. Obviously, you know it's kind of chasing last year's last night's performance or this morning's performance, whichever you want to, which whatever way you want to look at it. But he's uh, I think that the guy could continue his hot streak tonight. Um, and I don't think it's that big a deal. He's going up against righty. So I still like him if you can get him a little lower ownership than some of these other guys. And if it ends up being like last night, a repeat where he dominates. Uh, and then, of course, there's Aaron Altier. Uh, the thing about Altier is his price on FanDuel went up to $15. Uh, he was super cheap. Uh, he's 4600 on DraftKings. So he's still a really good play. I mean, the guy's power numbers, he's been on an absolute tear lately. So it's a matter if you want to kind of eat the chalk there and just go with him because the guy's been on a tear again, or do you want to uh, do you want to fade him to try to uh, find an edge somewhere else, being that he's a little more expensive? So that's a tough decision as well. He's at the bottom of the lineup here in the eight hole. But, you know, if you look at his numbers, they've been phenomenal. Yeah, uh, he has been really slugging it. He has been a lot better against lefties this year with with power numbers so he doesn't have that matchup tonight so i'm fine with getting him in there in a couple of your lineups but he's not one of my core guys on the dinos and getting back to yang i just like the catcher better for kiwoom here tonight dong Wan park in game five so we'll get to him in a little bit but uh 
let's transition to game number four, Shane. And this is the second potential rain situation. It's the SK Wyverns against the LG Twins. They went to extras last night, and SK outlasted LG 5-3. to three. LG, the much better team, though. Uh, once again, the favorite, minus 157, nine and a half over under. And this is a matchup of two cheaper pitchers. LG has Min Ho Lee uh, on the mound. He's an 18-year-old. He's only priced at 5,800. He's 1-1 with a 1.1 ERA. So the ones are wild with this guy. Um, He only has 16 innings because he's only started two games this year. And they were both against Samsung, which is not a strong hitting team. So although he has performed quite well, you know, he hasn't hasn't matched up any against a strong uh, hitting team. And tonight he gets another weak hitting team in, in SK Wyvern. So is uh, Min Ho Lee in your player pool? Yeah, I, I actually really like Min Ho Lee. I know he's kind of young and inexperienced. Um, you know, it looks like he, he had a little experience. He got in the game, I think, as a reliever against Doosan, uh, you know, uh, early in the year. So that was a pretty good matchup. But, yeah, he didn't he didn't do a whole lot. But I just like the fact that he's – his momentum is is his arrows pointing up. He pitched seven innings his last game. It's seven strikeouts. I know it wasn't against good competition at Samsung, um, but I just like the fact that he's he's in his groove here. Uh, he's he's in the uh, uh, pitcher's park here, and he's got a great matchup uh, against the SK uh, Weinverns. Uh, so I I feel like uh, at that price, at fifty eight hundred on DraftKings or twenty three dollars on FanDuel, Minho Lee. Could have another one of those games where he could get, you know, pitch seven innings and get like six to eight strikeouts. And I think he's, you know, likely to get the, the win as well if this game plays. So I, I do really like him tonight. And I think he is going to see a pretty good amount of ownership because he's so cheap and he has a little bit of upside there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm not too scared of the matchup here. Yeah. And if you look at these SK bats, um, just nothing that's really attractive. I don't think yep. I'm going to I'm not going to play any of these guys. Yeah, uh, I will say while we're on that topic, Jamie Romack is, has been uh, showing a lot of power numbers lately in the cleanup position. It only takes one swing of the bat for him. And on FanDuel, he's only eleven dollars. So I keep bringing up the Aaron Altier example because he's a guy that you could get cheap for eleven dollars and he had power. So Romack's OK at eleven dollars, but obviously it makes you a little nervous because it's a pretty, pretty tough ma- uh, pitching matchup here. But he might be able to get him, being that this guy is an inexperienced uh, pitcher here. And uh, he's got a lot of power and he's cheap. But, yeah, 5,300 on DK, I can see where people are fading him on DK for Romack. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're going to play anybody, then on FanDuel, it would have to be Romack as, as yeah. a power hitter. I also like this number two hitter who doesn't have a ton of at-bats, Ji-Hoon Chua, but he's batting yeah. three, 372. He's kind of a, a slender, fast, faster type, not a power guy. Um, yeah. So if I had to play two Wyverns, those are the two I would play. But, uh, but yeah, I don't expect to go there. So let's flip it around to the other side. The other uh, cheap pitcher in this game is the SK pitcher. It's Taihoon Kim. He's a lefty, uh, 30 years old. He's only 6,500 on, draft ki- on DraftKings because his ERA is almost five. Not a big strikeout guy. Um, so with him being a lefty against this uh, strong-hitting LG team, what do you what are you thinking here? Are you gonna uh, play any of these LG bats? Yeah, I uh, I definitely like uh, the three hitter uh, Che uh, 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 from uh, he's a righty uh, plays outfield there. He's only uh, thirty three hundred on uh, DraftKings and eleven dollars on Fanduel. I thought he was a good value and he's a guy that's shown some pop. Uh, and I think that at those prices against a lefty, his splits against a lefty uh, was really good with the platoon advantage. So I definitely uh, I'd like that matchup for him tonight. And I don't think he's going to be super high owned um, because he's been in a little bit of a mini slump. Uh, and then you have to look at Roberto Ram- Ramos at uh, batting cleanup. He's kind of a stud and his price has been low on DraftKings. We've talked about that a lot. He's, his price is finally starting to creep up to $4,700, but he's still a good value here. And he's done well against lefties, even though he's a lefty himself. Um, he hasn't had any issues with lefty on lefty matchup. This guy's mashed from uh, with both matchups, lefty and righties. 
He's $17 on FanDuel and $4,700 on DraftKings, so probably a little better value on DraftKings. But you can play him as a slightly lower-owned option to some of those other chalky, you know, dinos and those type of guys on FanDuel at $17. So I'm definitely endorsing Che and Ramos in the LG lineup if the game plays. I like the matchup. Uh, I like the upside here. Um, I don't think the pitcher has given up uh, too many uh, home runs. Let me take just, a look yeah, here. Yeah, just two home runs. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot of home runs, but you, 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 those guys could still get him though. Yeah, and he's, both home runs have been to righties. One of them was Altair. Yep. Um, yep. I, I pulled the splits for these first four hitters for LG because it's a group that we like to stack occasionally. But yep. C. Lee, the leadoff hitter, is only 258 against lefties with no home runs. And yep. H. Kim – the expensive outfielder who's really been heating up two straight games with a homer. He's 5,400 on DraftKings. He is batting 310 against lefties this year, but no home runs. And then Chu, as you mentioned, 333 average. So strong batting average against lefties, but no home runs. Uh, eight for 24 is the sample size. And then Ramos, uh, two of his 12 homers are against lefties. Uh, so smaller sample size, batting 292. So like you said, he still has pop. Oh, he has plenty of pop, no matter who's pitching, oh, yeah. how they're and that's pitching, why I, anything I about I, the pitcher. Exactly. I think I kind of like Cha more on DraftKings, I think at 3,300, being he's not a big power guy, but he's the type of guy that could get three three hits and some RBIs and runs and be on the base pass a lot, which is good for DK Price. Uh, the way they're scoring is better than FanDuel. So that's why I did like Cha there. All right. So once again, be careful with this one. This is one of the rain games. So uh, make sure you're up at uh, 5 a.m. Eastern time checking on the weather and um, whether the game is going to take place. So game five, uh, Shane, let's wrap it up with a fun one to end the night where there is not a a weather concern, but there is an ace lefty on the mound, Mr. Eric Jokic for Kiwum. And this gentleman is 5-0 and on the season with a 1.49 ERA. He's one of these guys with over 30 Ks. He hasn't given up any homers this year. And he gets to go against Samsung, um, a 13-18 and team that he beat earlier in the season. He pitched six innings, no earned runs, uh, only three hits and seven strikeouts. So he's priced at 9700 today on DraftKings. Are you going back to the well with Eric Jokic? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be by far the number one pitcher on this slate. People will pay up for him. His ownership's going to be crazy high, and he's incredibly hard to fade on this slate. I think you have to differentiate otherwise, other uh, in other places. So pretty much all in on him. Uh, good matchup. It is kind of a hitter's park, so Samsung might. But even if Samsung gets him for, you know, even like, you know, a couple runs, it's not going to hurt him because he has high upside for strikeouts. Samsung is striking out at a rate of uh, 18.9%, one of the highest in the league. Uh, so they're definitely striking out a lot. Uh, Jokic doesn't really walk a lot of guys. Uh, good strikeout percentage at 21.4. Uh, obviously really low uh, whip, really uh, low ERA. So yeah, there's a lot to like about Jokic. He's $29 on FanDuel, 9700 on DraftKings, and he's a guy that you just have to eat the chalk and differentiate otherwise. Other ways, um, if you are doing, let's say, FanDuel, and you're doing some, you know, GPPs, you might be able to differentiate and pay down for one of those guys in your one spot there. But being that you have to play two pitchers on DraftKings, I I couldn't imagine. You know, you play a lot of lineups on DraftKings. Could you imagine yourself having a lot of DraftKings lineups? DraftKings lineups without Jokish in there. I, no. I can't imagine you do. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about him tonight. Uh, yeah. I'll go with him as well. Yeah, a whip under one. He's not as overpowering as guys like Brooks. Uh, he's more of like 89, but he throws a two-seamer, very crafty lefty, great control. So uh, he's just terrific. If I was going to play one Samsung bat, it would be Saladino uh, in the yep. cleanup uh, spot. He's been heating up. Really nice price on DraftKings at 3,900. Um, he went one for two in the first matchup against Jokic, so you know he's fine. But I plan to fade those guys, play Jokic, and play some of these key wound bats on the other side. So let's look oh, at this man. matchup. Um, we've got a left-handed pitcher for Samsung, Young Hyun Beck, who's high, he's he's got a nice high salary over 200k. 
Um, and last year he was sort of a 500 pitcher with an ERA of 4.24, but this year he's 0-3 with an ERA of 10.29. So are we going to be stacking some Key Womb Heroes bats tonight or what? Yeah, I like the Key Womb stack. I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with at least three or four guys uh, from this team, if not more. I don't think you can get barely enough Key Womb tonight. Um, you're looking at, obviously, a great matchup against a pitcher that's struggling, and this is the best hitters park uh, in the in the league. So you got Key Womb, who has a powerful lineup, especially the top of their lineup, with that power against a really great hitters park against in a great matchup here. Uh, yeah, it's really hard to fade that. So I'd say load up on Key Womb bats here. Um, I'm going to make the call of the night here with uh, oh boy, here we I, go. I, I am the Byung uh, Ho Park whisperer. Byung uh, Ho Park uh, is, uh, you know, he's definitely been one of the best power hitters in the league these last few years, and he's been struggling a little bit for hitting for average, and he's kind of went into some slumps. He's in another mini slump right now, which is another reason why I like him. Okay, I like him better on FanDuel than DraftKings, but Byung Ho Park is my uh, long ball home home run shot of the night. At $12 on FanDuel, he's best to target on FanDuel. Uh, yep, you can get him on the infield at uh, FanDuel for $12. And I think he's good for a long shot and definitely some power hitting tonight. He's $5,000 on DraftKings. You might be able to get him at a little bit lower ownership, being that he's $5,000. It's pretty expensive for him, and he's kind of in a slump. So I kind of like him on DraftKings, being that people are not going to want to pay $5,000 for this guy. So that's my shot of the night there, and I have got that right twice this year with Byung Ho Park, being that he is a kind of a little bit of a boomer bust power hitter, home runner, nothing type guy. But tonight could be the night. So definitely, if you want to get a lower ownership guy with the high upside, there you go. Young Ho Park. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you got to like Jung Ho Lee. Uh, we love Jung, Jung Ho Lee. I mean, he's our adopted son, basically, at, at DFS Coach Talk. This guy's a star. And uh, he's still sitting there uh, at only $14 on DraftKings, or on FanDuel, I mean, and 5200 on DraftKings. So there's a lot to like about this guy. Uh, his splits, uh, he wasn't quite as good in his lefty matchups, but I don't think it's going to matter that much. It wasn't a dramatic difference there. Um, and then, of course, you got the catcher, and this guy's going to be pretty highly owned, Dong Wong Park, uh, the catcher for Ki Wong at 4700 on DraftKings and only $10 on FanDuel. Again, another guy that's underpriced on FanDuel. And uh, I know they've done it once this year, and I could see this being a back-to-back home run situation, Byung Ho Park and Dong Wong Park. So you load up on your parks here on the Key Womb at only $10. Dong Wong Park's a great value there. I know you you like them in catcher on, on FanDuel to get that power. Again, great matchup. This guy's been on fire uh, this year, uh, and he's super low. He's, he's way too low price, especially for this matchup, right? Uh, so take advantage there. And I still like the, the leadoff hitter, Keon Chang Sale, at uh, 3800 on DraftKings, I think is, is really low price for him in this matchup where they're going to score a ton and $11 on FanDuel. And he, on DraftKings, he's first base or second base eligible. Um so I think that's why I didn't like your uh, your Deucen guy as, as the value guy at 2100 at Cho, Cho at uh, that first base uh, position or there was a second base because I like guys like this the, from Key One like like Sale at second base just paying up in that position um, and that's that was kind of my theory there uh, so I like Sale he can, he can get steals which is good uh, he can hit for a little bit of power. And he's just always on the bases in a, in a great matchup. Uh, yeah, so I think those are the main guys. And then I'm going to let you talk about the six hitter, who's our one of our super sleepers tonight. Uh, you know, uh, another guy that's super cheap. Uh, but I'm sure you love these guys as much as me. I mean, you can see that I'm pretty high on them. Uh, so yeah, what do you think I about Keaton? I do. And I should mention some stats, a couple more stats to back up all this home run talk that you're providing. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. And there's good reason for it. We t- we mentioned Beck's ERA over 10, and it's because he's been giving up bombs. He's given up six home runs in only 14 innings of work. Uh, so three outings, they've gone three, two, and one. And everybody's hitting against him. Lefties are batting 452 against him. Righties are batting 359. So it's just not working out for him this year, unfortunately. Um, I'm 
you know, I, I may have to get some Byung Ho Park because you've you've called the home run for him uh, as as the cleanup hitter. I do prefer the third and the fifth hitters though. Jung Ho Lee in that third spot, uh, certainly coach's favorite hitter in the league. Uh, and then the fifth hitter, uh, Don Juan Park, the catcher, because he's you know so much cheaper than Yang at yep. forty seven hundred. He's twelve hundred dollars cheaper. Uh, I, I like him a lot. He's He's done great against lefties, uh, three homers. He's got the most power on this team against lefties this season. Um, you know, the batting average has been pretty strong up top for for CO. Even though he's lefty, he's batted over 300 against lefties. The surprising one is the second uh, the second hitter, the number two hitter, Ha Seung Kim, the shortstop, who's had an excellent season, but he's only batting 263 with no homers against lefties. Yeah, so, you know, mentioned you notice I didn't list him. I didn't right. like his matchup as well, even though he can pop off here and there. I didn't like his matchup as well. Exactly. So yep. yeah, I'll, I'll have a lot of Jung Ho Lee at the in the three hole. He's batting 400 against lefties as a lefty. He doesn't have any <laughs> home runs yet, but uh, certainly will be in a bunch of my lineups. And then you mentioned the number six hitter. That's B Gion. He's 2300 on DraftKings. He's eligible at second base and third base, which are two of the tougher positions in my opinion, to fill that second base shortstop and third base uh, is usually a little bit tricky. Uh, but this is the guy that went off last night. I had him in the, the 1% lineup. Um, he went two for four with a homer and four RBI. So pretty good output for a, a guy who's only 2,300. And so for the season, he's batting 317, two homers and 12 RBI, but he's only had 41 at bats. So uh, just one of those guys that DraftKings hasn't priced up yet, even though he deserves to be priced up. So, and you're again, you're going to get this guy B. Gion, the six hitter from Kiwoon. You're going to get him on FanDuel for five dollars, which is ridiculous. That's the minimum price. Okay, FanDuel basically has guys like him and the Yoon Suk Oh guy from the uh, Lotte Giants. They have them priced as guys that are not playing, basically. And these are guys that are playing that are actually heating up and getting a, getting uh, a lot more playing time and a lot more at-bats, and they're showing something, both of these guys. So B. Gion, if you pay $5 for him on DraftKings and the guy, you know, gets a couple hits or ends up, you know, hitting a home run or a couple doubles or whatever it is, uh, he's going to pay off value really quick and allow you to load up on all these high-priced bats or high-priced pitchers here like, like Jokish. Uh, so, yeah, so $5 on uh, FanDuel is uh, awesome for, for Gion here. And this is a great matchup in a hitter's park. So it's a definitely another one of those uh, another one of those games where this guy could come out of nowhere again and just have a monster ceiling game at a crazy low price. Um, and I do like playing guys like Gion at 2300 and some of these other guys that you were talking about that are in the low $2,000 range, playing them on DraftKings and then actually paying up at pitcher and going with uh, Rosinski uh, on DraftKings and Jokic. And the only reason I like that is that I don't think anyone's going to do that because Rosinski is ridiculously priced at 10200 on DraftKings. And then you're not going to turn around and pay for Jokic at 9700 and put both those guys in line. You're not going to think of that. In fact, you're scared off because the dudes in matchup with Rosinski. My point is if Rosinski could shut down dudes and, and you know Jokic is probably going to shut down Samsung, uh, that's – you know, that is your uh, your matchup right there where you can get those two guys on DraftKings and you still have enough value at low price guys to p- to play those two pitchers. So I just want to bring that up as a strategy that I like tonight, actually. Yeah. And then the other strategy that you mentioned earlier, I want to I want to give you credit for it, is if you go with one of the high priced guys like Jokic and then go with one of the cheaper pitchers that we talked about. If you go with Min Ho Lee, the LG pitcher for fifty eight hundred and that game is going to rain out. When you build your lineup, save $200 so that you can pivot to the Lotte pitcher, Kyung Un No, at 6000 who I like. So be ready to make that pivot in your lineups. And uh, so there's two approaches you can take with the pitchers on DraftKings tonight. And if you want to learn more, get more information, more data from us, uh, actual lineups on FanDuel, go ahead and go to DFSCoachTalk.com. That's where you can get the monthly or yearly membership. And when you sign up right now, it's going to come with that free ticket to the PGA Millie Maker this week. That's a $25 value. So head to the website, sign up, and you'll get our lineups tonight on FanDuel, our player pool for DraftKings, and we do, we do the KBO every night. So 
Uh, Shane, we're going to wrap up here. I want to mention that uh, this podcast was brought to you by TVG. That's where the world goes to watch and wager on horse racing. And again, we have a $300 uh, exclusive offer, no risk, $300 bet that you can get if you go to our website at dfscoachtalk.com. We also want to thank betus.com. Another one of our sponsors go there for all your sports wagering needs. And our favorite charity here at DFS Coach Talk is mambaon3.org. In terms of social media, you can find Sugar Shane at DET Sports Shane. And that goes for Twitter and Instagram, correct? Yep, that's correct. Excellent. You can find the group at DFS Coach Talk. You can find me at Language Olympic. In so. Instagram, it's uh, DFS underscore Coach Talk. Check us out on Instagram. We're posting a lot of updates and cool things on there as well. Absolutely. And you can see some of the lineups we've had there. So yep. uh, excellent work tonight, Shane. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure breaking down the KBO with you. Can't wait to do it again with you soon. Uh, tune in tomorrow. It's our PGA show. Uh, we're going to be ready to rock here with the first tournament since the shutdown. So tune in again. Thank you for joining uh, for joining us tonight here on DFS Coach Talk, and we'll see you tomorrow when we cover the PGA.